What's up, guys, and welcome to Paulo's Podcast. If you love long drives, staying up to date on current events, and some good smack talk, you found your people. Join me as my friends and I philosophically bullshit our way through life's most engaging questions. Paulo's Podcast is a 100% authentically recorded podcast with yours truly, Paulo Liachi, while I'm on a drive. Tune in every Friday, and let's start the weekend right together. What's up, guys? Welcome back. I'm alone today. First solo episode. But I chose to be alone. I chose to be alone. I think this is a topic that everybody handles and experiences differently. So it's best to speak from personal experience. So uh, I chose this lifestyle. Have no fear. Do not worry for me. But if you follow on the Insta, I'm just getting back from drinking miso soup alone in my car, online at Starbucks, waiting for a medicine ball tea. Am I single or sick? So the answer to that question is actually both. But nonetheless, nonetheless, it's sick season. It's flu season. Do I think I have the flu? By no means. But get your flu shot. Get your COVID boost. Well, no, no need to get political here on Paul's podcast. Yet, not to say we won't be getting political in the near future, but to jump in, (laughs) to jump in to this week's topic, bad days. I think everybody has a different definition of a bad day, obviously, but also bad days turn into so much more. You know, bad days can be one day, bad days could turn into bad day weeks, as I call them. And I'm making this episode because last week I was experiencing a bad day week. A bad day which turned into the week. You know, bad days could also lead, be the the foreshadowing of a burnout coming very soon. So, it's important to catch them and nip them in the ass. They're like cancer. So, because they suck. Who wants to have a bad day? I hate when I have a bad day. And for me personally, to get right into what sets off my bad days, I'm a very schedule-oriented person. I have a schedule. I don't have none of that phone stuff. I sound a million years old, but I don't have a schedule on my phone. I don't even use my, my phone calendar. I'm just now starting to slowly dive into that. But I literally have this journal of sorts, and it's blank. It doesn't even say like Monday, Tuesday. I write that out every single week. And I just have a list of things to do every single day. And for me, it just keeps me scheduled and it keeps me organized. I have horrible OCD. I love that stuff. You know, for some that sounds like hell. That's okay. We're all different. So for me, it's as easy as I don't do something that is on task for that day. Or I don't think I do enough in one day. You know, Say, like, for example, yesterday, this is how easily I get ticked off. I did all my homework during the day at the library at school. I get home. I didn't have much to do. A a normal person would jump in bed, put on some vampire diaries. I'm literally, like, having a breakdown, being like, I did nothing today. I'm the most least productive person on earth. I did nothing. I, I got a job yesterday. Snaps to me. I got a job. You know, I did two quizzes. I did homework. I'm dramatic. I'm dramatic. Also, 
somewhat crazy. That's another topic. But, you know, so that's what sets me off. Not necessarily that yesterday was a bad day, but things like that set off my bad days. You know, um, another way I had bad days. So this is how I had that bad day week. That wasn't last week. I lied. I'm a pathological liar. It was the week before. So I had just gone away for the weekend with my family up to our house in Pennsylvania. And I came home, had a great time, had a great trip. I came home on a Sunday night. I had, I hadn't done any of my weekend tasks. I don't have class on Friday. So my Friday started, I don't have class on Friday. So my weekends start on Fridays. So I didn't do anything on my Friday to Sunday tasks. Another person would say, that's okay, I was away. You know, let me shower, get into bed, start my week. I I walked in, my room wasn't dusted, the world was over. Uh, I was spinning, my palms were sweating, I was nauseous. Of course, I'm being dramatic right now. But that, I was just, so what did I do? I was exhausted. I just drove, I didn't want to clean. I called everyone in my phone book to avoid cleaning. And the next thing I know, it's 1130. I have to shower. I have to unpack. I have to fold my clothes. I have to, you know, make my planner for the week. I had all these things to do. Predecessor into my bad day week. So then just, you know, from there, I was a mess. And, you know, all over. Finally, Tuesday, I caved in. I couldn't wait. I cleaned my room on Fridays, every single Friday. I caved in. I cleaned my room. On a Tuesday night, I just, I couldn't take it anymore. So that's an example, a crazy psychotic example. I apologize for telling you all that information of what starts bad days for me, possibly. You know, I think that it's very easy for bad days to be signs of hold up we need to pause because we're about to hit a serious burnout. The second your workload becomes too much and you start getting cranky and miserable and bitchy and whining, you're about to hit a burnout. I have some suggestions. I mean, maybe you're going to be like, Paolo, shut your mouth. You know, you don't want to hear it. But I I think when that does happen to me, you know, I'm about to lie to you. I'm about to say, when that happens to me, I take a day off. I take a day off and I go to hot yoga and then I follow it up with a smoothie at Yogi Bee. I don't do that. I just keep going until I can't anymore and then I hit a burnout and then I'm miserable and then everybody around me is miserable. You know, I make it the world's problem. I think it's important to realize I'm about to hit a burnout. Step back, you know, put work off. And that's really easy to say. It's really easy to tell someone, just don't do it. Or, you know, put it aside for another day. That's hard when you're the person. You know, if somebody were to say that to me, I'd laugh in their face. Easier said than done. That's everything in this world. So, things I do to prevent my bad days. Um, I can immediately, luckily, identify what started my bad day or what started, what's leading into me about to have a bad day. Does that make sense? 
So I will immediately do everything to revert that. You know, whether that be going and getting my favorite cup of coffee or getting a bagel because that's my favorite thing to eat for breakfast. You know, stuff like that. I quickly try to swoop in like Superman, save the day for myself. So stuff like that. If you are already, you know, knee deep in that slump, bad day, bad day week, and or burnout. You know, you feel like you hit rock bottom. You're already there. You're like, Paulo, please save me. My arm is lifted up out of this quicksand. Please take me out of it. I'm here. I'm here. Don't worry. Some suggestions. I journal. I find that helps me a lot. But it also goes into my unhealthy, crazy OCD habits. If I don't journal before bed, I will have a horrible night. You know, I'm getting a little too personal here. I don't need you to know everything about me. (laughs) I think that journaling is a big help. Because to write it all down on paper, I think it is a fact. It makes everyone feel better. I, You know, at least it makes me feel better. And I'm pretty sure it would make you feel better too. Because it's one thing to just think it in your head and just live with these thoughts and be somewhat miserable. But to sit down... Take out a pen, write it all out, alleviates you a little, somewhat. You know, it's not going to cure you. It's not a Xanax, but it'll, it'll do the job. I'm not promoting Xanax. I made a joke. I hope you're laughing. Um, <laughs> um, so journaling, I think water is so important. That literally sounds so stupid, but... I'm someone, I drink a lot of water, but I'm not dying of thirst. Like Claudia, for example, who was on last week, my best friend, she's someone, she can't live without a bottle. She can't live without, not a bottle of vodka. She can't live without a bottle of water. She has her hydro flask on her every two seconds. You know, if you take it away from her, I think she's going to swing at me. So it's just like some people need water like that. I'm not that person. And you might not be that person either. So I think it's important to be like, you know what? I need a sip of water. Because I've, this sounds so stupid. And it it almost somewhat is because it's so simple. But I found that when I'm having these like stressful moments, you know, if I'm running late for school, I'm like, oh shit, I'm a, I'm a mess, I'm a mess. And I just stop and I breathe. I take a sip of water. I feel better. So journaling, water, you know, working out. That's a big one for people. I, I'm somewhat telling you basics because they're so helpful. They really are, even though they're basics and you've all heard it before. I know that a a walk does me a lot of justice. And for you, that might be a run, you know, for you, that might be going to the gym and lifting, but whatever method of body movement is going to help you do, because I think that's a good way to, stop a bad day and or get you somewhat lifted out of this quicksand burnout that I said you're stuck in. That you may be stuck in. I think it's also important to make a schedule for yourself. I I really don't suggest making a schedule like me because that's insanity and you don't need that stress in your life. But make a schedule, you know, and if getting out of bed is the best you can do, do it. And you know what? You accomplish something that day. Seriously, not to sound ridiculous and undermine you. But if you wake up and you're like, 
I, 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 all I can do is get out of bed, do it. Cause you did something, you know, some people laying in bed all day really works for them. It, it doesn't work for me and I don't suggest it. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be real here and I'm going to be honest. I don't suggest laying in bed all day because I do think that just the bed is the quicksand that I said you're stuck in. So get out of it. You know what I mean? But if you can't, by all means, stay. But get out of bed. I think that's number one for me personally. That's my tip. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to pressure you. I don't want to pressure you, but get out of bed. And, you know, brush your teeth, wash your face, put on a pair of clothes and go get a cup of coffee. For me, when I'm at my extreme of burnout and bad days, that's, that's just, just about enough, you know, and I'll come home and and I'll make my bed and I'll just, you know, sit and chill. I don't do that often because, you know, I'm crazy, but when I am there, that's what I do. And it really does help. Skip the washing your face and brushing your teeth. F it. I'm not telling on you. No one cares. You know, like if you could, all you could do is get out of bed and get in your car and get a cup of coffee. Do it. Like literally whatever will help you. Because it's so important to just move your body. That's why I love walks. And especially when I'm in that state of like craziness. And self-sabotage. Because... When you're moving, it's process of moving on and moving on out of this 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 I don't want to keep saying burnout. I literally hate that I've repeated that so many times. But this burnout. And moving on is so important. I'm not a harper. I love to move on, but you know, moving on is a much bigger topic. And it applies. So in some ways, this is a minuscule part two to Dear God, I Hope You Have Friends. But not really, but in a way, you know what? It's all relative. It's all relative for 500. So I think it's important to get up and move on. I had a really bad day today. I had a really bad week. It's time to move on. The beautiful thing about life, no matter how ridiculous this sounds, is that every day is a new day. And something as little as that ridiculous saying, I don't want to say keeps me going, but it really does help me. My mom went to St. Patrick's Cathedral in the city, and she was at the fountain And she found a coin someone left. And it said, take it day by day. And that's so important. And taking it day by day reminds you that every day is a new day. I just threw a Dr. Seuss line at you that you probably didn't even comprehend. But one day at a time, that's what I'm getting at here. So it's the premise of moving on I had a bad day I had a bad week on to the next and I think moving on is something important and something I've really 
found more. Like, I just said, I'm not a harper, which is true. But like anybody, if I'm at, you know, if if something's worth harping on enough, I'm going to harp. You know what I mean? Like, if if I just can't move past it, I'm going to harp on it. Anyone. That's anyone. So, whether it be moving on out of a slump or moving on in a relationship or a friendship or a job or a school, it's so freeing. It is so freeing. I'll give you a prime example. I haven't spoken to a very good friend of mine, one of my best friends, in a in a in a in a bit. You know, we had a spat. It is what it is. I'm also a firm believer that friends can have fights and it's not the end. Nonetheless, I digress. <laughs> I really am, Dr. So wait a minute. Nonetheless, I digress. Anyhow, you know, I I did a lot of wrong on my end. I'm not going to speak for said friend because I'm not them. So I did a lot of wrong on my end, you know. So I finally realized enough's enough. And I reached out. And I got the answer I wanted back. And that was so nice and freeing. And trust me, that's not always going to happen. I've been in situations before where I reach out and it's just like, nope, F you, boom. So that's not always going to happen. But when it does, it's so nice. But this is not what I'm telling you. I'm not saying reach out to an old friend. What I'm saying is I moved on past that, you know, just kind of angry place. You know, not a rock and a hard place, but a rock and an angry place. I was just angry somewhat and hurt and sad and all the other things that come with all the things and all the feels. One of my favorite sayings, I've been waiting until that blurted out of me. That is one of my absolute favorite things to say. I'm going to quote it. All the things, all the feels. It's it's everything. It means everything. But going back, I was feeling all the things and all the feels. So I said, it's time to let this go. It's time to move forward. And I bit the bullet. I reached out and it worked out for me. And it was just the best feeling. I felt like all my other problems started to just melt away. I felt like Anna in that scene when she gets unfrozen, I think it's frozen too, and she just like comes back to life or what have you. And I moved on. It was as simple as just biting the bullet, doing something that makes you a little uncomfortable and moving on. And I say this is a little part two to dear god i hope you have friends because i do talk about that biting the bullet and doing things that make you uncomfortable but it was great and i think i think that you have to realize you're not going to be able to please everyone so you have to please yourself And now I'm going back to episode two. Why, question mark? (laughs) But not to reference all my episodes, but you can't please everyone, so please yourself and do things to help you please yourself. Whoa, what am I saying there? You know, I'm, uh, what, you know, do with that information what you will. But, (laughs) but no one's going to do it for you. It's like that. Okay. But along with that, so now I'm moving on from 
you know, this bad day, week slump to sort of this moving on in general thing and touching a little upon friendship. So moving on to you have to set boundaries with yourself and with others. I think that's a really important thing and it's something I know nothing about. I do have boundaries with others. I have no boundaries with myself. You could just like, you know, like come at me with everything. And I'm just like, I'm here to help you. I'm here to please, you know? So that's bad. That's horrible. No, Paulo. So, and no you. If, If you're at home and you're like, I do this too. No, you have to stop. You have to set boundaries. But setting boundaries isn't something that's done overnight. That, that takes a lot of time. You know, you can decide in the moment, going to friends, for example, whoa, you know, this person has crossed the line one too many times. You need to stop. I'm going to stop telling you ABC about my life. That's a quick boundary. And it just, it's immediate and you're done. But boundaries that take a while to form are harder to kind of somewhat achieve. I want to use the word achieve because they're harder not to achieve, but to get at. Because it's really easy to have a long-term goal slash boundary. I'm trying to think of a good example. Like being a people pleaser, for example. Like say... Oh, gosh. Say your mom is asking you to do this said task every single day, and you're like, this task really interferes with my work or my school or my friendships or my relationships. You know what, mom? I'm not doing it. And you set that boundary. You're like, mom, I will do other things for you. I can't do this. That's a good long-term boundary and long-term goal, but it can so easily be like, oh, I feel so bad. Okay, mom, I'll do it. You know what I mean? And then we're breaking it. So... Boundaries can get broken somewhat, you know, there's there's that thin line, that gray area, and I am so big on gray areas because they're real. There's not black and white, you know what I mean? There's 50 shades of gray. So there is a gray area, and what I mean when I say 50 shades, and I'm not only referencing the movie, like there is so much gray, and I can't stress that enough. You know, three sides to every story, three colors. Nonetheless, digressing. That sucks, you know, because you kind of feel like, well, I personally, I know if I had that boundary I just set with my mom, for example, I'd be like, oh, I just failed myself. Like I set this boundary and I failed, but oh, I'm not helping mom and I feel bad. You know, so you can't, oh, you can't make yourself, I just let out a noise because I wanted to get at this. You can't make yourself so accessible. And literally, bingo, this is what I wanted to get at. This was my big pointer. You cannot make yourself so accessible because everyone will walk on you. Of course, there are levels to this broad topic I just brought up. There's there's shades of gray to this. But I think that it's important to remember in a time when, especially with phones, we are all so accessible 
it's important to set boundaries and make yourself not accessible. So, I mean, of course, there's different professions, like, say, you know, a therapist, for example, that pride themselves in being accessible 24-7. But that's a work, that's work-related. That's not personal life. So uh, I'm sure a therapist would, would not be accessible 24-7 to their their family or whoever is within their immediate personal circle. So I know I brought up the phone and that kind of took you away from the example I gave with your mom. But accessibility goes for everything. So it's just, it's as easy as setting the boundary and being like, mom, I'm not accessible. I can't do this every night at least. So thank you. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. So going into phones now, because I do want to really get into this. It is so hard to not be accessible. It's so hard because it's like you're literally on your phone. And if you're going to say, I don't use that my phone that much, unless you are, unless you are my grandma's, you do not have an excuse. And even they use their phones a lot. And it's, it's annoying in all honesty, because even when you try to lie, you get a FaceTime call, you decline it, you get a text, you ignore it. But I saw your Bitmoji on Snap. Screw you! Why are you stalking me? You know what I mean? And it's so aggravating and that is so annoying. And it's so weird, I think, how, like, friends stalk friends and, like, we stalk people we like. You know what I mean? It's just, like, everybody's in this constant state of in each other's business and stalking. Like, we all do it. You know what I mean? Like, not even to be romantic. Like, if one of my friends isn't answering me, I'm like, where are they on Snap? Oh, they're on Snap. Okay. Okay, I see how it is. You know what I mean? So, we have to stop that. And I don't know if it's something we can stop in this day and age. So, because I don't know if it's something we can stop, it's important to set boundaries to minimize it. My philosophy professor gave this really great lecture and at the end, he said, I, w- I went home last night, and I was drained. I worked a lot, and I got a phone call from a friend. And I knew that if I picked up, I was not in the right headspace to speak to them. And I would not give that person the best of me. So I ignored it. He said, I have every intention of calling this person tonight, but I ignored it. Am I a bad person? So I immediately raised my hand and I was like, no, you're not. And the kid next to me immediately raised his hand and was like, yes, you are. And we were, you know, going at it. So I don't think so. What do you think? I'm going to have a poll on my Instagram. Was my philosophy professor being an asshole? You know, yes or no. But I don't think so. I think it's your right. You know what I mean? Going back to me with the OCD and, and, you know, all that, I I can't have a red dot by my calls or my texts for too long or my emails. I'm like, I have to answer it like it's eating at me. No, no, you don't. You know, you're allowed to have that boundary and say, I don't want to talk to that person right now. I'm not in the right headspace. 
you know, maybe that sets off your bad days. Because, for example, if I just open my eyes and I'm getting spam called or I'm being called in general, and if it's not a person I necessarily want to be woken up by, I know that'll start my day off bad. And how do I know this? Because it just happened to me yesterday. So it's just, it's, everything is so connected in this episode, but it's, it's the principles of boundaries. You are allowed to not text back. You are allowed to not pick up a call. You're allowed to not call back. You can't please them all. I think within that not pleasing them all, we forget that we can please ourselves. Paolo, you just talked about this, I know, but I want to go back into it really quickly because I didn't I didn't talk about it enough. You know, it's it's so important to just have that self-care. And whether that self-care be, like I said, get up, go get a cup of coffee, drink a glass of water, go to your hot yoga, lift, you know, do what you, do what makes you happy. Because doing what makes me happy gets me out of bad days and prevents me from having bad days. I have a really bad habit too, where I just will work myself into the ground. And I said this earlier. Like, if I'm not going to bed exhausted, I did nothing. I did nothing. Am I going to be burnt out by the time I'm 40? Probably. You know, so that's a habit I really have to stop. But it's hard. It's hard to break these personal habits and form new ones. And, you know, with habits come boundaries and yada, yada, yada. So it's difficult. I'm not sitting here and say, you know... Spread this Paloism. You know, Paloism is not just the quote from prior episode. It, it's the word of Paulo spoken on Paulo's podcast. So I'm not saying spread this Paloism, you know, practice this Paloism by no means. But just try it because you might like it. I don't know, guys. I think it's important to always have yourself. I always try to, I always try to come up with like a little, like a little zing, like, Paolo, that was really good. You got me. I'm going to remember this quote forever. I can't do it. I can do it sometimes. Come on. I'll pride myself. I'm sipping my medicine ball. Sometimes I got it. Sometimes I don't. But I think I'm going to call it a quits here, guys. I'm not feeling too good. So that's the, the end of this episode to wrap it up. Thank you for joining me here today with my little sicky self. So next weekend, Hollow Weekend, I'm doing a fun episode. Stay tuned. If you don't follow on the Insta, follow the Insta at Paolo.Liacci. Follow us on Twitter at Paolo's... No, I just said my regular Insta. Follow that too if you want. At Paolo's.Podcast on Instagram. Sorry, I have foggy sick brain at Paulo's podcast on Twitter and you know the drill join me back here next Friday for another great episode of Paulo's podcast